Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Sean Payton finalizing deal to become Broncos next head coach. We're talking about the former coach of the New Orleans Saints. The headline, Houston Texans hire D'Amico Ryans as their head coach. We're talking about the guy who was instrumental in making the 49ers who they were. And now, the Texans have themselves a coach. Now, Broncos have themselves a coach. Two top talents. And the Colts, they're just waiting uh, to interview anybody who will walk in the door. Tony Katz. Good to be with you, everybody. JMV joins us from 93.5, 107.5 The Fan. Before we get uh, to the coaching, it's IU losing to Maryland. And this before the game against Purdue. They just get back in the top 25. The pressure get to them, or is Maryland really that good of a team and exposing some serious IU flaws? No, Tony, Maryland's okay and, and unbeaten at home. And you knew this was going to be tough for IU. IU just kind of went back to some of their similar ways, some of their old ways. They fouled way too much. They sent Maryland to the free throw line way too much. In fact, Mike Woodson, IU's coach after the game, Tony, had mentioned that he thought that the officiating was lopsided because of that. But if you watch the game, a lot of those fouls were absolutely legit. It was being out of position. It was reaching. And that gave Maryland a huge advantage, which they already had at home anyway. So they shot a lot of free throws, and that's detrimental. And then, Tony, you and I have talked about this a number of occasions regarding IU basketball. They're going to go as far as they can get help and support for Trace Jackson Davis. And Trace Jackson Davis had 18 points, 20 rebounds last night, and nobody else did anything, including Jalen Hood Shafino, the outstanding guard, who shot, I think, one of 13 or one of 14 from the floor. So Trace got no help. It was all the qualities that nobody wants to see as an IU fan that kind of led them to where they were prior to that five game losing streak. And it all kind of came together in college park, Maryland last night. And then when you play like that, if you're IU, you're logically going to lose the game. And they did. You uh, think this sticks in their head as they get ready to take on Purdue or is uh, Woodson capable of getting these guys to shake this off? Well, I mean, they're going to be at home at IU on, on Saturday, Tony. That's always a great advantage because the atmosphere is going to be fantastic. But it all hinges on the type of support that Trace gets around him. If he gets support like he did last night, they, they're not going to have a lot of chances, especially on the road, to win. If he gets some support, if Tamar Bates makes some shots on Sunday, or Saturday, I should say, 
surprisingly enough, if Trey Galloway makes shots, can stay in the game, doesn't get into foul trouble, that can make things different. But it all hinges on the type of support that Trace gets. And Purdue's going to be tough because Purdue can not only run guys in and out of there, Tony, as we well know, but you talk about closing game situations. They are as good as anybody, both at home and on the road. So it's going to be difficult for IU but certainly that home atmosphere is going to give them and should give them a huge bump, no question. Talking to JMV, 93.5, 107.5, the fan in beloved Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's move it over to the NFL. We are, you've got a Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks, and of course people are getting hired as coach left and right. Uh, I said the words on this show, the insanity of the coaching decision in Indianapolis is going to let Frank Reich off the hook, and you'll see that man with a head coaching job. I said that on this show. He's now the coach of the Carolina Panthers. Sean Payton, who would someone people would consider a top choice for head coach, not coming to Indianapolis. He's going to Denver. D'Amico Ryans going back home to, to the Texans where he started his career uh, playing defense. Uh, from San Francisco, he'll be the Texans' head coach. We don't have a coach yet this is embarrassing tell me why i'm wrong well here's a couple of things one they weren't going to be in the sean payton race anyway because that involves compensation and they don't have the level of compensation they want to part with uh you know a a first round pick a third round pick a first round pick a fourth round pick to give to new orleans as tradable compensation for sean payton so when they, they were never going to be in that neighborhood of even the thought process of having him. And D'Amico Ryans is a little bit different. I don't even think they had conversations because D'Amico Ryans mostly talked with Denver, and then Denver obviously went with Sean Payton. But D'Amico Ryans, Tony, was a linebacker in Houston. So the thought was all along that he probably would end up with a team that he played for in the past, the Houston Texans, and he absolutely did. I, I don't blame you for feeling this way, though because it is incredibly awkward. There are a lot of things out there that you kind of wonder, all right, is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? It's the Colts and the Cardinals remaining. No doubt it is awkward. Here's what I would do if I were you right now. You may put a focus on Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, because it kind of feels like that maybe this guy is a dude you could circle. And if they're going to go a first-time head coach, go on the offensive side of the football a lot of success with the Bengals. I'm not a first-time head coach guy. You know that I've told you this before with this particular group. If that's the direction they go, that very well could be the guy, Brian Callahan. You're talking about the guy who was the quarterback's coach of the Oakland Raiders. He was a quarterback's coach for the Detroit Lions. So he's he's worked with Derek Carr. He's worked with uh, Matt Stafford. He's worked with uh, uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, the problem is... He doesn't seem to have been in places where he didn't work with quarterbacks who could already do the gig. Yeah, well, there's no doubt. Hey, listen, he's worked with guys, no doubt. Joe Burrow, I mean, you look at Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, you know, Joe Mixon, that's a ready-made offense for you right there. But you got to start somewhere, you do, and you got to factor in that the Colts are going to start new. They better be starting it new with a rookie quarterback coming in. This is just my thought because he sticks out better for me than a guy like Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. He sticks out more. Uh, He gets the endorsement, if that matters to anybody, and it kind of does to me, the endorsement of Peyton Manning, that is Brian Callahan. So 
if there is somebody that I'm going to circle. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. Yes. Whoa. He gets the endorsement of Peyton Manning? Well, let me tell you this. Peyton Manning does endorse a lot. Um, he's in, <laughs> some of his endorsements in the past include Frank Reich uh, here, uh, Adam Gase, I believe, either in Miami or with the Jets. And Peyton also endorsed Matt Ryan as a quarterback last year. So uh, I'm not trying to take anything away from Peyton. I trust Peyton a great deal. But he does tend to people he's worked with and been with in the past support them a great deal. And certainly in those cases, he has, and he has also with Brian Callahan. Peyton Manning is involved in the decision of who becomes the Colts' next coach? No, no, no. He just has mentioned in support he believes he is going to be a really good head coach one of these days. That's an endorsement. It's going to be Jeff Saturday, isn't it? It might be. It might be. I will tell you this. Can I I give you something? And this is some hearsay, because here's some hearsay. Um, I was told a couple of days ago that that Jeff knows that he's not going to get it and went through the second layer of interviews because of his relationship with Jim and knows that Chris Ballard doesn't want him and doesn't really want to have to mess with the relationship between he and Ballard. We'll see if that turns out to be true. Again, it's always going to be Jim Ursay decision-wise that it comes down to, but at the same time, somebody had told me that a couple of days ago and We'll see. We'll try to track down and see if that uh, comes to fruition. That's one thing about this, Tony. This whole search and this whole situation for the next head coach has been led about as quietly from this group as I can remember. Normally there are leaks everywhere, really no leaks whatsoever here. The only thing you hear from would be those that are representing the coaches that come in and interviews, and then the Colts ultimately suggesting on uh, social media, Tony, that they just had interviewed this particular prospect. But right. that's something to remain aware of from a couple of days ago is, is what I was told on my show. We'll see. We we will do that. JMV, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. Appreciate you taking the time on the drivehubler.com hotline. Matt Bear has traffic.